Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. For those interested in additional resources or services, such as the weekly planners, online planners for Chrome or Outlook, keynotes, live training, coaching, or certification, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. Now, when you listen to an episode that resonates with you, we invite you to share it with your family, friends, and team members so that they can experience the same type of motivation and results in their lives. Also, if you haven't already subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. It works on Apple, Stitcher, Google, or whatever platform you're using so that you can get a new podcast reminder each week. Now sit back, let's get started, and we hope you enjoy the podcast. Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you may be in the world today. Thank you for tuning in. We're so excited to have you join us. We've got a great subject, a great guest that we have we're going to visit with today. This is Steve Schallenberger, your host. Our guest survived a life-threatening illness, an autoimmune disease, and a terrifying drunk driving accident. Drunk driver accident where someone hit her. Her intense study of functional medicine and the science of well-being led her to a practical way to live a more meaningful, healthy life full of possibilities. Welcome, Renee Marie Joyal. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here and share this time with you. Well, she has a great subject that you're going to learn about right away. We had fun visiting before we started. And before we do start, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Renee. Renee's methods create optimal health and happiness, proving that small changes lead to big results. I fully believe that. And these incremental changes can, when they come together, have a big impact on us. She is passionate about the benefits of fitness, a sound mind, and the use of food as medicine. Uh, Renee's vision and mission is to use her wellness wisdom and life experience to inspire and empower others to cultivate a vibrant health for a beautiful life. So let's just jump right into this. Renee, tell us about your background, including any turning points, which may include some that we've just talked about in the introduction that have had a significant impact on you and, and what you're doing today. I'll share my background as briefly as I can. I grew up as a very young, healthy child and was very passionate and active in sports, always happy, always smiling, highly energetic until one day I was not. I was becoming extremely fatigued, really feeling unwell and not thriving as I should at a young age. So this started probably at age 11. I was really slowing down, not feeling well, trying to identify things that were wrong. Fast forward, by age 14, I was finally taken down with a serious heart condition and it scared the life out of myself and my family. I was med flown to a stronger hospital in Boston that was well-equipped to handle me and my situation. And 
I had five cardiac surgeons waiting for my arrival, and my life completely flashed before my eyes. I was becoming ill for several years without understanding what was happening in my body. My parents were wonderful. They took me to every doctor you could imagine, and no one really seemed to know what was wrong. But my body was telling me that something was very wrong. I ended up in the hospital in an intensive care for several months, and I actually witnessed a boy in my intensive care unit that was going through similar life challenges as I was, and I witnessed him lose his life in the middle of the night. And at age 14, it was really the first time I had ever witnessed uh, or understood what loss of life really was. So from that moment, I realized the severity of my of my circumstances where I was in the hospital and I was relinquished of all physical control. My body was failing me, but I knew at age 14 that my mind had power over my body. So even with a priest at my bedside and my family coming in from all over the country to see me and witnessing other people in such a dire situation in the ICU, I realized that I had to be mentally strong to persevere. And thankfully, my prayers were answered. I was mentally strong and I was able to get through a year in the ICU. I was sent home with a laundry list of medications, treatments, injections, and all of the lifestyle factors that were taken from me. And I was told I was going to have to live a different life, a life with restriction, and I would not live as a normal adult. I wouldn't be able to go to college or get a normal job because of the health circumstances that I had ahead of me. I just couldn't wrap my head around this. I was given a label. I was told I had lupus. I had an autoimmune disease. And we don't know what's wrong with you. And we don't know why this is happening, but things are going to continue to happen. And I was sent on my merry way. So from that point, I really took my health in my own hands. I took every single second I could to educate myself. And now from this point, I was probably 16 years old. I was very determined to go to college. I was very determined to not be looked at as a sick child. And I didn't want to live a life without limitation. And I wanted to become passionately curious and educate myself. And how can I get my body to heal itself? So I really became my own practitioner of life. My parents, you know, I, I very much scared them in many ways because they were nervous about me um, not adhering to some of the medical advice that I was given, but no one was telling me how I could enhance my health or how I could strengthen my immune system or how I could build up a defense mechanism and use lifestyle changes to overcome autoimmune. So over the course of five, six years, I actually was able to get my health in remission and using preventative medicine and using food as medicine and also physical activity. I really was able to adopt physical fitness in a healthy way when I was told not to be physically active. I think that health, your physical activity can really enhance your immunity and your strength and your mental will, willpower as well. And then fast forward, I ended up in a good place. My health was finally in a good place. 
And I ended up in a nearly fatal drunk driving accident at age 25. It almost took my life and I found myself back on the way to the hospital again. And from that point, I realized that health is so much more than just the absence of disease. It is how you feel. It is who you surround yourself with, the people that you are with and what you are consuming. And I really dove into my mental strength and resilience to bounce back because life is difficult and we will constantly be hit with adversity and challenges, but how we bounce back is the biggest thing and indicator in in the success of our life and in our happiness and in our health. So I tried to give you the best cliff notes I could for my story, but it is a long story and I do discuss it in my book. And I'm here today to share my passion and what has worked for me on how nutrition and physical fitness and how you take care of your body and these factors that influence your recovery and also your resilience going forward in life. Okay, well, those are things that are important to every one of our listeners. It's really fun to have you here and talk about this because it affects every single one of us. Every single one of us listeners, we're honored to have you here, and it's a privilege. But we are all concerned about our happiness, our health, our vitality, our energy. And so I'm really looking forward to hearing what your lessons have been, Renee, uh, the insights that you've had from your perspective, and the ideas that it can give to each one of us the inspiration and motivation. So we had the chance to visit a little bit before we got going. What's your passion in life? What are the things you really get you excited? I am so passionate about helping others. And I'm so passionate when it comes to health and wellness and really thriving in life. So what gets me up and makes me alive is being able to help others because I know that it works. I know how lifestyle changes can really help your body and help your mind and your immune system and the quality of your life. So if I can share that with other people, that's my number one passion and goal. However, I can inspire and use my previous circumstances to help others. That's it for me. Yeah. And listen, let's be frank. Those are tough experiences that you had, the illness, the autoimmune disease. And then just when you think you're getting back on your feet and queen of the hill. You have the unexpected happen, which is almost lose your life. All of us, every single one of us has setbacks and challenges and how we handle those is really what brings us the greatest glory and joy of life, satisfaction, which is having a triumph from our failures. And when you think about it, people that we love and admire, it's we admire the fact they've been successful, but we love the fact that even though they've had a failure, they've created a triumph from, from that experience. And so tell us about your book, what inspired the book, the name of it, and what's in it. Well, I realized as on my mission to help other people live better and live more authentic and beautiful lives that a lot of people struggle. And some people struggle whether it be in health or in family, work or relationships. 
and they suffer needlessly. And a lot of people struggle where they haven't, you don't always have to have a life altering event, but some people live very unhappy or they live with constant pressure and anxiety. And I really wanted to share how you can live beautifully. You can be thriving. You don't have to live a life full of anxiety and a life in fear or with health. And even if you're even if you're perfectly healthy today, there is age-related disease if you don't take care of yourself. So how could I share with others to live a better quality life, to really thrive and engage lifestyle changes first? So that was really my mission in sharing my story. And I didn't go too deep into my story in the book as I really wanted to be uplifting and really motivating and give anyone the energy and to inspire them, just even if they could do one thing to improve the quality of their life, small changes over the course of time make a big impact. So I was really excited to do so. And the reason why I wanted to use an image of strength on my cover of my book was really to show perseverance and resilience. And when someone says that you can't do something, when you can't be physically fit, or you can't, you can't be healthy, Yes, you can. And I just wanted to show that change. Okay, good. So is that you on the front of the book? It is. <laughs> All right, good. Well, that's a good image of vitality and energy, and, and I love that. Thank you so much. Okay, so what lessons learned did you gain from while you were writing this book? Some of the greatest insights, say. Yeah, you know, health is not a linear path. It was interesting as I was writing this book, I still ran into some health issues, both within myself and within my family. And I did question myself at times. And I said, is it right for me to, something's always happening. I'm not perfect yet. It's not perfect. And you know what? I said, you have to finish. You have to follow through and you just have to keep going. So if you can just be passionately curious always put your best foot forward, continue to learn, continue to share and help others, then you're moving in the right direction. So for me, it was, I learned a lot. I had other families that family members that were going through significant challenges. Um, I experienced mental illness, which I was not familiar with. And there were a lot of things. So it's been eye opening. And I think understanding how taking care of the quality of your thoughts your mind, the people you surround yourself with, your mental well-being is just as important as your internal health. Uh, Renee, what did you discover about yourself during that journey? Perseverance. I had to continually tell myself, even if it's 1% better, you can do 1% better each day and you will get there. I discovered a lot. I discovered I have a passion for writing. I truly do. It's very cathartic to put your thoughts on paper. I encourage anyone to do so. I think that it's really good, whether you're setting goals or if you have a vision or a dream in mind. For me personally, I really, truly live everything that I share in my book. When I talk about living beautifully and what that entails, both internally, externally, what you eat, what you consume mentally, physically, everything, it just resonates with everything that I, I am about and I just had to follow through with it. So I encourage anyone, if you haven't decided to write a book, if you haven't decided to write, just write a note to yourself and look at it maybe a year from now and see see where it takes you. 
Oh, writing is so powerful, isn't it? Whether it's a book or a journal, but capturing your thoughts and thinking about your ideas, thinking about things you're grateful for and capturing those, they just kind of release your spirit and helps you start thinking in a positive way about what's possible, and which then leads to everything else. I have a question, Renee. Do you remember thinking about the day that you decided you want to write, wanted to write a book? Where did that idea come from for you? So interesting. I always wanted to write a book. I did not know what it was going to be about. And You know, I I had so many different ideas as a young kid. I said, oh, I'll write a book. I'll write a book. I had no idea until I really realized how many people are struggling needlessly. And I said, I want to use whatever I have because I feel as though I'm a wealth of knowledge. I absorb everything like a sponge. I have made it my life's mission to study psychology, nutrition, physical fitness, sleep, and the impact of all of these things on your health, how you engage lifestyle changes. So I said, I have to share this with people. And it was so important for me. And it was really the determining factor. It wasn't even a question anymore. It was, how do I get this done? Okay, I love it. And and for our listeners, I think that's one of the things we've talked about. And Renee and I visited about becoming your best and the 12 principles of highly successful leaders. And, and that the starting point are the talents and inspiration that you already have. And sometimes you're really aware of it. Like Renee said, I I just always thought I'd like to write a book. It's having that idea that can create such a transformation in our lives. And it probably laid dormant for a while, Renee, as you thought about it. But look at what happened. Everything kind of moved in your direction. It's amazing. And actually, you say something in your book that I absolutely love. There is an art in the start. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. And I loved that. And I think that it is so true. And deciding to write a book, it was it was very challenging. That was a, a big commitment I made to myself because it takes a lot of time. And I'm very, very thorough in and critical in my work. And for me to share something that's also very private. So for me to share, it's it was a big turning point for me. But if I could use my pain and turn it into purpose and help others, that was the goal. And it's been amazing the feedback that I've received so far and the people that I have been able to help and just to change the perspective just a little it makes a big difference in in your life and how you talk to yourself and how you start your day and where you decide to go from there. You know, we have one life and we really have to make it the best ever. So for me, that's why it's so important to live beautiful. Well, that's great. Well, I just want to say that those are really great thoughts. And to for me and for you and our listeners, yeah, embrace your ideas. There's no dumb idea out there. I mean, you know, listen to yourself and you And whatever it is, it could be at any level, but give it time and give it air and let it develop. Because just thinking as Renee was visiting and sharing about her experiences, when you act upon those feelings, whatever it might be, and that's why having a personal vision and having annual goals are so important, is because as you progress along that road, and in Renee's case, now she has a book, you're at a whole different place in life 
and it spawns new ideas, new thoughts, new inspiration that that you just didn't have before. So first of all, great going on that. And you're just beginning. So many more fun things to come, right? It's amazing when you when you start something, how you can spark your creativity and through the people that you meet and how, how you can be inspired by others and you can inspire each other. I think that there's such positivity in that. So it's it's all good and it's and it's great. So just to be able to collaborate with other like minded people and share in my mission to help others and make the world a happier, better place. It's been a great experience. Renee, what are some of the things that people that from your perspective, from your experience can do to create optimal health and happiness? Well, I think first you have to start internally. I think that taking care of your mind and the quality of your thoughts is the most imperative because if you're not doing that, you can't really set yourself up to think about how you want to eat well and how you want to sleep well. But all of these things, if you can take care of the quality of your thoughts, you will build upon the quality of your relationships. You'll be able to navigate through adversity and challenging times. And I strongly encourage meditation. And it's really interesting because I know my family has laughed at me at times, but some people think you have to become like a monk to meditate. But that's not true. And you can find meditative moments, keeping your house a peaceful environment and having moments of quiet and stillness. I think those are all such good things to implement into your life for optimal health. And obviously using better nutrition and staying away from a standard American diet, increasing your nutrition and really romanticizing your life, making it enjoyable, non-restrictive. Those I think are just so optimal and also sustainable. They need to be sustainable long-term things that you take with you for a lifetime. Let's talk just a little bit more about the nutrition. So what are some of the best thoughts that we should, or, you know, habits that we should work towards that is sustainable in regards to nutrition? Sure. So I don't follow a diet. I'm not big on dieting at all. I don't think it's healthy. I think that it automatically puts people in a restrictive mindset. So I try to live a life of abundance and what can you add into your life? So if you can add in things that are nutritious and bountiful and healthy and that support your immune system and that are truly satiating and you enjoy them, that is the goal. So I think for me, nutrition is staying away from processed foods as much as possible and trying Try your hand at cooking. I love to cook. So for me, I know exactly what the ingredients are. But I think whenever you're using anything, you know, from nature, using all the fresh produce, meats, fish, whatever your palate is, bring it all in and stay away from processed as much as possible. I think wholesome is always the best. How about fitness? Ideas, things that you've learned that help people to be fit. Yes. You know, I think that we live in a world where there's such extremes. I think people think that they really have to hit the pavement so hard and work out so hard in order to be physically fit. Or they say, I'm too tired. I can't do that. I'm not, I'm not doing any of it. So you have to find, 
there is a happy medium and there is such an endorphin boost in being physically active. Not only does it increase your immune system and your immune strength, but it also has a dopamine effect where it, it increases the power in your mind and your happiness. So whether you're able to walk, I am a Pilates instructor. I love strength training. For me, being bedridden for so long when I was sick, I lost almost all the muscle in my body. So being able to maintain muscle and know that your body is strong and what it can do for you is such a good feeling. I'm not into superly high intensity workouts or overly exerting yourself. I think that Rest days are so important. Taking care of your body in fitness and in recovery is just as equal. So being good to your body overall. Good thoughts. Really good reminders. How about sleep? Give us the lowdown on sleep. Sleep is the foundation of health. If you are not sleeping, you're not able to thrive in your life. If you want to have a good day, it starts the night before. The quality of your sleep is so foundation for your health. And not only is it a cognitive impairment for your body and your mind, but it sets you up for a better day. You'll make better choices. You'll have higher energy. Your mood will become more stable and you'll be able to handle life's challenges. And we don't always have fantastic sleep. But if we can stick to a regular sleep schedule as much as possible, aiming for that seven to eight hours of quality sleep, setting yourself up, you'll have greater health. You'll also be more productive throughout the day and focused. So I love one of the things that Renee said, and that is one of the most important things we can do is have the quality of thoughts has such a huge impact on our lives. And what you're talking about here is putting and and I loved also the art of the start. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> that's a great reminder. Another one that's really fun is where your focus goes, your energy flows. And so it's really putting these healthy things in front of you. And I also really like the idea that we add to. And as you add to good things in your life, it helps you be more discerning about the other end of things that might be harmful or maybe not be optimal for you. So that's a really great approach. But so how do you have this quality of thoughts? Well, they show up in your personal vision. It means you need to have a personal vision that's inspiring and exciting for you and you can review it. And, and that's where then your energy flows is towards that focus. I love these. Uh, what have we left out in terms of things that create an optimal health and happiness. How about relationships? What are your thoughts there of what we can do to maintain healthy and happy relationships? Because sometimes people can be grumpy or be critical or, or whatever. What have you found that works for you? The quality of your relationships are so important. I think human connection is imperative to our health, but you really want to be mindful who you share your time and energy with. We only have so much space for time and energy. You can feel when some people are taking from you and you feel depleted. And then you can feel when you have people that are around you that inspire you, or you have similar similarities and creative aspects, but having quality relationships is so important. I've always said that your diet is not just what you eat. It's who you surround yourself with. It's who you 
what you watch, what you read, what you listen to, it is, it is all encompassing. And I think that the quality of your relationship speaks so true to that. So whether that is your partner, your family, the people that you are keeping in your close inner circle, you want to make sure that you have the similar viewpoints and that you're able to give and share exactly what you're capable of. And sometimes some relationships take more from us than others. And some things need limitations on that. And it's not always easy, but it is, it is healthy and I think necessary at times. Okay. Well, I'm always amazed, Renee, how fast these interviews go. We're at the end of our interview and any final tips you'd like to offer to our listeners today? I would tell anybody that you don't have to do everything all at once to live healthy and to be happy and to have healthier mind and body or nutrition. I think that try being 1% better each day. And over the course of time, you will make significant impacts in your life. And the results don't always happen overnight, but you will notice, you'll look back a year from now and say, wow, I'm so happy with the changes that I've made. And it's the only way I know how. So I think also I would say, don't let a busy life get in the way of living a beautiful life because our time on earth is precious and we have to make every day count. Well, great. Well, thank you, Renee, for being part of this show today. It's been uh, really so fun. It's been so nice speaking with you. <laughs> yeah, hearing your story. And, and I love the title of your book, Live Beautiful. So thank you. And how can people find out about you? Thank you so much. Yes, you can find me. I have a website. It is livebeautifulbook.com. Or you can connect with me on social media at Renee Marie underscore live beautiful. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, thanks for being with us. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. And to all of our listeners, we're grateful for you. We wish you all the best as you're making a difference in the world. Your effort, your desire to become your best has such a huge impact. And it's an honor to be together with you today. We wish you the best today and always. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger, signing off. Thank you for listening to the Becoming Your Best podcast. If there was something in this podcast that you felt would be helpful for a family member, a friend, or even a coworker, we invite you to share this podcast with them now while you're thinking about it. Also, remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Now, for additional resources and tools, such as how to join our monthly peak performance coaching program, or how to get certified as a trainer or coach, or schedule a workshop or keynote, you can visit our website at becomingyourbest.com. We're here to provide you and your team with the resources, tools, and content to achieve your greatest potential. So thank you for listening, and have a wonderful day and a great week.